The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 2.05 on Tuesday. It's Jay Lynn and Andrew, the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. <laughs> hey, how's this for a text to start the show? And then I've got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, hey, you guys, my wife doesn't listen to talk radio ever, but she walked into the beer cart girl story yesterday. She was invested right away. She also thought the male host was witty. Ah. Long story short, you may have a new part-time listener, all thanks to boobs. Boobs. Uh, then I had to remember what we were talking about. I was like, oh, okay, now yeah, I, I remember. remember. Yeah. So the male host is Andrew Gross, and the female host is uh, Jalen Nye. Yeah. You're, you're full-time, aren't you? I am full-time, yeah, right, yes. Perfect, yes. Yes. Yep. That yep. threw me off a little yesterday when you asked me if I was part-time or full-time. I thought, well, that's a weird question. <laughs> uh, hey, I see you're on uh, Facebook. What's the beer cart girl? That's the lady who didn't want to wear a oh, bra. Oh, she wasn't a beer cart girl. Yeah, she, she was a waitress. Yeah, no, she was a beer cart girl. Oh, was she the beer yeah, cart girl? Yeah, I didn't girl? correct you yesterday when you said it because she was a, a server of types, but she was a beer cart girl. Oh, I thought she was just a waitress. No, ma'am. No, oh, okay, whatever. Um, you know what it's like. You're doing a story and your partner says something that's close enough. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah, and you're like, eh, why correct her? Um, or you're him. looking. You're, are you? Yeah, sure. No, absolutely. <laughs> the male host. Although I'm all, I'm only part time. Um, <laughs> and witty. <laughs> yes, I am witty. I think. Just ask him. Uh, hey, listen, Jalen and I. Andrew. You just moments ago put it out on uh, Facebook, your yeah. personal account. You're looking for <laughs> suggestions. Uh, for umbrellas? Golf umbrellas. You're starting to worry, aren't you? Actually, I'm not. I'm just being prepared. I looked at a forecast that I thought looked pretty good, and I'm going to go with it. Mm. It's, that's like getting your news for memes. So you found the forecast you liked? No, I've looked at numerous ones, and but I've studied them all. But you went with the all. one you liked. I've studied them all. There is a good possibility of some showers on Sunday, but it also looks by the time the wedding and uh, stuff rolls around, it's supposed to be nice. That's perfect. That's what I'm hopeful, anyway. But okay. just in case, I wanted some golf umbrellas. Yeah. For um, people to be able to move from the tent to the facilities uh-huh. without getting soaking wet in case it does rain. But so I there's don't... a tent, yes. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. The, big... the facilities are the washroom. That's maybe? right. I see. Um, so just preparing, but I didn't want to go buy 10 golf umbrellas. No, of course not. No, no, no. Although people might bring their own. They might, yeah. But it's always nice to have. Or just get just wet. Um, is the mm. ceremony itself in a tent? No, no unless it's raining. <laughs> so it's meant to be outdoors. The, the, the ceremony for, so my, my stepson's getting married mm. on Sunday, in case it's your first time ever listening to the show. Um, and I'm the male host, and that's the and female And I'm the female host. host. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the plan is to have the wedding outside. Good, good. But if it rains, they'll go in the tent. We'll have the, the, the wedding in the tent. What about, and I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. And, you know, I hate this when people do this to mm. me. When I've organized something, mm. put a lot of work into mm-hmm. it, then just Johnny come lately shows yeah. up and goes, yeah, hey, yeah. what about this? Like you've never thought of it. Um, wouldn't it look lovely if there was uh, both pink and blue uh, umbrellas handed out to the guests at the well, That would make such a great picture. An outdoor wedding in the rain, everyone holding. It doesn't have to be pink and blue, but some oh, color or, combination. Or just all white. I think all white yes. would look really pretty, yes. too. Trust me, I've thought about it, but that's 85, 90 umbrellas I have to find. 
Yeah, it can be done. <laughs> it can be done. Just tell people not to take the tags off them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that Don't price tag, leave them. it. <laughs> Don't forget them at the bar. Yeah. No, I've thought about that too. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited too. Yeah. My dad, Pop, and I comes in tomorrow. Well, I've missed him. I know. We should play a game of... Uh, Cards Against Humanity. How does the evening end as you're uh, seeing it? I mean, the the, the wedding how and so forth. We- how does the evening at the wedding end? Yeah, yeah. Because you do a wedding, you do a reception, and then I would assume people leave or do they stay all night? Or I, I don't mean overnight in your guest room or anything. We but, have a DJ and a dance floor. Right, so it turns into a party, right? Yeah. Do you think it's acceptable to bring a change of clothes? Sure. For a guest. Sure. So something nice for the wedding. You don't have to wear something nice for the wedding. And then, oh. I've told you this already. We've had the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are such a wife. You know that you and I listened, not a no, criticism, had, an observation. Andrew Gross. Yes. We had the conversation yes. last week. Yes. You asked your, your wife, your real wife, the one that you're legally married to, yes. wanted you to go and buy um, a, a new, new pair, pair of pants. pants. Right. And a pink shirt. That's correct. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I told you that you, your your nice blue Tommy Bahama shirt and black pants would be fine. Mm-hmm. Listeners, as you are my witness, I said to Jalen and I, black jeans be okay? Oh, black jeans. Yeah, the black jeans would be fine. To which she said exactly what she just said. Then yesterday, I stood at this very table in front of this very mic during a break. And said, by the way, these are my black jeans. What do you think? To which she replied, and you be the judge. <laughs> hmm. There you have it. So if yeah, that... Come on right now. Yes, I do. Can I see them? If, Stand up. No, I'm not doing it for you. Well, let me see because you I showed you yesterday. I can't remember. I know, but your reaction was, hmm. No, they're fine. Are you sure? Stand up. Let me see them. Fine. Please. These are my black jeans. They're a little tight. They're fine. Okay. They're a little more gray okay, than there black, it is. There but it is. They're, they're fine. There it is. Are you going to wear your blue Tommy Bahama shirt? No, I think I might wear a black shirt with a tie. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. No jacket. No, don't wear a jacket. <laughs> Seriously, don't and wear black, a jacket. And black vans. The, I think the only other person wearing a jacket is the groom, so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just be comfortable. I don't care what you wear. Okay. That's fine. Has your wife? Uh, there it, it is. Okay. There it is right there. Because it it really doesn't come down to what I'm comfortable in or what's appropriate what, for the wedding. It comes down to her. what my wife is wearing and how that goes with that. Because <laughs> women jump at any opportunity had, to dress up, right? My husband and I just had the same conversation. Of course you did. Because that's the world we live in as husbands. Yeah. Where you're like, no, just wear, are you kidding me? It, wear whatever you want. And then that's followed by, is that what you're wearing? Yeah. Well, I have two I have two dresses, two, two options right now. <laughs> okay. And I said, I think I'm going to wear the flowery one. And Jim said, I thought you were wearing the blue one. And I said, well, I thought I was too, but I think I'm going to wear the flowery one. Mm-hmm. He says, but I thought you were wearing the blue one mm-hmm. to go with what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I didn't really think about right. it that way, but that's okay. We can yep. do it that mm-hmm. way. Well, I just really wear what you want. Okay. And then there's a DJ, and then there's a dancing. Do you have an actual physical dance floor? Or we'll, yeah, we okay. had a, we, So somebody comes in and connects the yeah, pieces, and there's a dance floor? The whole parquet dance floor, everything, okay. yeah. Okay, should mm-hmm. be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'll tweet out the address later <laughs> on. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Good luck finding no, it. No, I haven't found a moose yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, I will have a full report on how the wedding went on uh, July 2nd because Jalen and I will not be here. You're not going to be here on July 2nd. You have July 2nd off. I will have a full report on July 3rd as to how it went. I forgot I got a holiday. Yeah, it's Canada yeah, it's Day. Canada remember, Day. Yeah. Nice. Lots of stuff going on in the Did you make a determination? Day. Yes, there is a ton of mm-hmm. stuff. We should go over that. Um, did you make a determination as to whether or not you would have fireworks at your wedding? Or not your wedding, but the wedding? No fireworks. No fireworks. Okay. Is that something you're hoping a guest will show up with? Or? <laughs> yeah, no, not really. Again, just throwing it <laughs> out there. Unless that guest is paying for them all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't show up with fireworks and a bill. <laughs> and hand me a receipt. <laughs> Here's yep, the bill a, for this. A check is fine. No, I think uh, originally the, that was talked about, but um, yeah. Hmm. Back, backyard weddings have become uh, pricier than I thought. Yeah. No, it adds up, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I know. Trust me. Elope or something. Don't do a backyard wedding. I get invited to a uh, to a party, mm-hmm. a surprise party. At my house? <laughs> no, that would be quite a surprise. <laughs> I got invited to a surprise party, and in the invitation it said that it was like I had to wire $35 for the meal. No. And then a cash bar to follow. No. I was like, but oh, I hope there's entertainment at this thing at that no. those prices. No. Yeah, it's just, I know not really? everybody can afford to... I, okay, but here's the thing. Then have the party that you can afford. Yeah. You know, you should have the party that you can afford. You should have the wedding that you can afford. Um, and I know people get um, over-the-top ridiculous when it comes to weddings at mm-hmm. times. And, and it gets uh, away from you, right? And it does get away from yep. you. Of course it does. But um, if you're having a party... Can you imagine if you had invited everyone to Carol's surprise party and said, no, but uh, for your attendance, you you have to pay $35 mm-hmm. for the food and um, tickets at the bar. No, well then... I just couldn't do it. So what I did was I limited the guest list to what I could afford in terms absolutely. of food and, and alcohol. Absolutely. I would have That's loved to have had a free-for-all of 250 people. Absolutely. But. And, you know, same with, you know, for, for this wedding, we kept thinking, too, you know, there was more people that could be invited. But no, this was the number that it needed to be. Mm-hmm. All right. We mentioned, well, we've got time before the break. Uh, You're not going to be here for the rest of the week or next week. Uh, Brad Whisker, our producer, is going to fill in for you. Well, I'm going to fill in for you, and he's going to fill in for me, so he better be witty. When are you gone? No, no, I'm over there oh, in I your see, chair. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, am, no, you it's know okay. what? I'm know a little slow on the update this morning. Lots of balls in the air. And it's not even that. I just, okay. I, I don't feel well today. Okay. feel a little punky. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll get better. Oftentimes, I come in not feeling well, and I feel great by the time this show's well, over. Well, that's it. As soon as we get going and start talking. Yeah, the, the adrenaline flows. I think you are and... the first person I've spoken to today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored. Uh, you mentioned real quick before um, we take our break, uh, ways to celebrate Canada Day. Yeah. Now's the time to start thinking about it. Of course, the Canada Day fireworks are happening. It's going at 11 p.m. Everybody has their best place to see it from. We always go down by the, uh, is it the Varscona Theater? Yeah. That, that right there. It's a... Uh, it's not you can't see the lower line fireworks, but it's easy to get into and back out of again. Uh, the two locations in Edmonton where fireworks will be set off are the downtown that I'm referring to in Mill Woods. Uh, for downtown, the city suggests the best viewing locations are the ledge grounds, Victoria mm-hmm. Park, uh, Government House Park, um, Remax Field, and uh, 
Ezio, uh, Ezio. Ezio Ferrone Park. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. Ezio Ferrone is when you're going um, across the high-level bridge, when you're heading south across the high-level yes. bridge from downtown. Yeah. Um, you know, when you, instead of going straight, you take the little jiggy jog around to go in on the uh, west side. Not really, but okay. It's a little tiny sure, little yeah, park yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah, oh, Ezio yeah, Ferrone yeah. was the police officer who was killed in the line of duty oh, uh, in the 90s. Right. And there's a statue of him yes. there, and it's a nice look I out know. over the river. It, yep. Had you said statue, I think. I've gotten to yeah. it right away. Uh, Millwoods, the fireworks are best viewed from the Millwoods Park. That's 66th Street and 23rd Avenue. So that's the stuff you, you know, you all know about that. There's a Canada Day, uh, Canada Day pancake breakfast, uh, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, that's at the south grounds of the Alberta Ledge. Canada Day at the Alberta Ledge uh, from noon till 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can enjoy live performances, ceremonial events, along with other family-themed events on the historic grounds of the Ledge. The Edmonton Valley Zoo. There's another place to spend Canada Day. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, they're they're going to have uh, some special stuff happening. Live music, uh, cupcakes. Uh, regular admission price applies. The Mutart Conservatory. Mm. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, live music. Peter and Mary. Wow. Uh, also, mini cupcakes. That seems to be a theme this year. Wood carving demonstrations. And uh, there's the Millwoods Canada Day celebration as well when uh, it's happening 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. Chinatown Night Market. What about that? Mm, that'd be cool. Yeah, it would be. 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Again, on Canada Day. A cultural <laughs> display, shopping for unique trinkets and crafts. And uh, the Works Art and Design Festival is happening 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Uh, it's uh, Canada-themed art on Canada Day. Uh, that's happening at Capitol Plaza on the grounds of the Alberta Ledge. So lot, lots going on at the Alberta Ledge. And you know, you know what? Uh, Coach and I were down there uh, on the weekend on Sunday, and I forgot, because really, how often do you go down there unless you work there? Mm-hmm. But those grounds are really, really quite lovely. Oh, they are beautiful. Just to walk around with all yep. the flowers and the gardens. There's a Lois Hole garden there, all the fountains. And it was funny because it was grad, so all the grad, there, of course. all sorts of high school grad you pictures being them, taken. But it was just, it was a beautiful afternoon, actually, just walking around there. Yeah, it's a shame it's going to be pouring rain all day. Uh, Edmonton Transit, by the way, will be operating on a regular Sunday schedule, including a special late fireworks service. Uh, the late night owl service will be available until 3 a.m. Mm. on routes 1, 4, 8, 9, and 5, 12. And then routes that normally end between 10 and midnight on Sunday evening will be extended past midnight to allow people to see the fireworks and get back to their homes. So there, there you go. go. Lots of stuff going on. You betcha. I think probably a lot of people heading out to uh, the campground. Mm-hmm. Uh, heading out to the mountains, doing whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I've got plans, but... <laughs> yeah, someone had a wedding right in the middle of it, and now you got to go. Ruins the entire weekend. I don't know. It, it was like my cushion <laughs> yesterday that I couldn't find when it was right in front of me. When you were like, oh, July 1st, are you guys doing anything? I'm like, no, for some reason I have it off. And then as we got closer, I'm like, because it's Canada Day. <laughs> but uh, who better to celebrate Canada Day with than my work partner and her friends? That, you know what? Sounded sarcastic. (laughs) Wasn't meant to be at all. Hey, I know, uh, what's that guy in the morning? Uh, Ryan Jesperson uh, touched on it. Well, touched on this, uh, more than touched on it. Did a segment on it this morning, had an immigration lawyer on. But it's just a really interesting story. I saw it last night emailed it to you and said, hey, look at this, right? And obviously, uh, Ryan or Kelsey saw it as well and, uh, and tackled it. But it's just... It's a heads up and it's, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, keep your... <laughs> keep your wits about you and your ID. You know where the border is, man. 
Yeah, it's a 19-year-old French citizen. She was jogging near the border, the U.S.-Canada border, when she inadvertently crossed into the U.S. About Uh, 800 meters. Yeah, so, I mean, but when you're jogging, I suppose Mm -hmm. that's not that far, right? But it's pretty far. In an emailed statement, U.S. Customs and Border Protection confirmed that she was arrested by Border Patrol agents in Blaine. At the time, she, as you just said, almost 800 meters into the U.S. and was still traveling south. Now, here's what makes it a little different. A couple of things that you should be aware of, other than know where the border is. Um, First of all, she had no identification with her, and she was not Canadian. So... They held her for two weeks yeah. while they sorted it two out. Two weeks, you two guys. Weeks. Two And And just, you know, visiting, I think, an aunt and, and went for a jog. And next thing you know, she's in custody for two weeks. But here's the other thing that was almost an, an aside to the mm-hmm. story. But when I read it, I went, wow, that is good to know. If you're Canadian, well, first of all, if you're French, as this woman was, Canada doesn't have to take you back. Now, you know that because she's not a Canadian citizen. She's just visiting. She's just visiting. So if Canada refused to take her back, she could be deported to France because that's her origin, right? So that's one thing to know. But here's the other. If you're Canadian and wander into the U.S. illegally, whether by accident or intention, typically what happens, and many Canadians have had this happen to them, they're hunting or fishing or hiking or whatever, and they end up crossing the border. It's a very Mm -hmm. wide, long, unprotected border. Um... If you're caught, usually what happens is they have a conversation with you. They they point to where the border is, and they shoo you back across uh, into Canada. But that's not where it ends. They register that as a, a an official deportation. So although you might not have filled out paperwork or had that explained to you, if you cross illegally, again, by accident and or they'd have to get all your names. Right. You they get, get your ID. They figure out who stuff. you are, and they send you on your way. But they then... Um, keep that information, which could mean the next time you cross into the U.S., you could be refused on that basis that you were deported previously, or if you were to apply for a Nexus card. I was going to say, your Nexus card, forget about that. You won't get cleared for it. So, I mean, again, as you said off the top of this, you have to be somewhat aware. I don't know. It, it's an unusual question. I don't know that it's happened to you. I, it, it's actually happened to me. Of course I, it has. You're like the Brian Hall. I know, I know. But it was in Ontario, and uh, it was a fishing trip. Mm. And it just ended up, yeah. we crossed in waters into yep. the U.S. Yep. Now, thankfully, they just waved us back. But you want to see, you know, I say it's an unprotected border, but you want to see how fast... Border security shows mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it. But anyway, something to keep in mind. You should probably know where the borders are. Well, and the thing is, too, is is have some sort of ID on you, maybe as as well. You right. know, And I mean, going jogging with some ID is not necessarily... I can understand uh, why I, she didn't. I, uh, ideal, but... Yeah, I can imagine. I know. And you know what? It's one of those things that makes sense yeah. when you say it, but then it doesn't make sense as you think about it. They're saying, well, she should have ID because she was close to the border. And they're saying anyone close to a border should carry ID. Yeah. But she's out jogging. She's from France. So I would assume that the idea that they idea that they would find acceptable would be a passport. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine too many people would want going, to carry their passport jogging. while jogging. No, for sure. I mean... <laughs> I don't know about you. There was a time, and I know people who have used um, their passport strictly as pretty much their only form of of, um, of identification. Um, that that can get stolen. You can lose yeah. it, all that sort of stuff. But when I travel with my passport, my passport comes with me and usually gets locked away in a safe immediately. In a, in safe, and yeah. it doesn't go anywhere else. Exactly. That's the first thing I, and last thing I do. Yep. Put my passport Absolutely. in the safe, take it back take out, it out of the safe. Yeah. Um, and then you think, okay, well, what if you're traveling into town? Um, if you're going... 
whatever. I, I sometimes I'll just bring my driver's license if if that's if that's yeah. The case, and you know so. the other thing we should probably mention again, but you draw your own conclusions on this with uh, or I can I I oh, sorry yeah I I keep. And it's a good idea to keep your passport numbers yes. somewhere. Well, I keep the somewhere passport numbers s- of everyone in my family. Somewhere, sneaky squirrel yeah, spot yeah. on your phone, whatever, do that. Yeah. Um, the other thing with cannabis becoming legal October 17th <laughs> in Canada, those Canadians crossing into the United States uh, to a state where it is also legal yeah. will feel as though they're coming from one area where it's legal to another area where it's legal. And if asked the question at the border, do you smoke or have mm-hmm. you smoked marijuana? You draw your own conclusions as to what you want to do. It's we've legal. Talk, we've yeah. talked about this, but right. you need it's to legal remember in, right. it's, it's legal, legal in, in Canada. And it's legal in certain states, but it's not federally it's not a legal. It's federal legal in, right. in America. So if you say yes, you can get turned mm-hmm. back at the border. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not recommending that you lie. I'm just telling you if you say yes. And they're also talking as well, and, and we talked about this before too, about taking closer look at what's on your smartphones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, That's actually... Well, I shouldn't even say. The last thing I do before I go through U.S. Customs and Immigration is take a quick look through my email. But, you know, they can social media accounts, that sort of thing. It does. I just don't want to have uh, some kind of communication there about working as a comedian. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about government Right. For me, I just don't want... I'm not working illegally Uh in the States. I'm not doing that. But I don't want a customs official Uh to look at that and say, oh, you're an entertainer Uh and you're on your way to Vegas. Uh You know, because that's a second conversation that may cause me to miss my flight. So, there you go. The changing world we live in. Isn't it, though? Mm-hmm. Isn't it, though? Do you worry about customs and immigration, even though you're completely innocent of all? I, I don't worry about it. I just, I don't think worry is the right word. I think going through it, um, now that it's mainly all computerized, certainly in Edmonton, it doesn't bother me near as much as having to go face-to-face. And, finish, and answering the questions? Yeah, that doesn't... Um, I've never had a problem with border security anywhere. It's always been quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are obviously a little more friendly than others. Like some of them, seriously, if you're listening, guys and gals, just, I mean, just be a... Here's the thing. Blink uh, once if you're alive. Like, I know, are I know, you a I've, statue? What's going on? Uh, Carol has an uncle who's uh, customs and immigration in the States. And uh, we met him at a wedding. A very interesting guy. And he told me this piece of advice for crossing into the United States. Uh, don't be too... Uh, uh, nervous and don't be too friendly. Yeah, just answer the question. So you just go up there and say hi, hi. Yeah. Hello. Where are you going? Don't I don't offer. Yeah. I answer the question and that's it. Yeah. As soon as you elaborate on a story, they feel like you're but nervously did, trying to cover up some facts. But just quickly, did, I'm not sure if I was having this conversation with you the other day or not. But one of the things I feel stupid about oftentimes is like they don't believe me. Is that when I fill out the card and saying no, I'm only bringing eighty dollars worth of stuff home. What do you mean? I bought a T-shirt and a and a jar of vanilla. That's it. What do you mean? I, I, it's no. That's the truth. That's yeah. the honest-to-goodness truth. I'm only bringing 50 bucks of stuff home. Really? And I always wonder if that's more... Um, what's the word? Um, if that's more... Believable? Yeah. yeah. Believable or unbelievable. On my last trip to Vegas back through, he said, are you bringing anything back with you? And I said, I was going to bring my dignity, but I left it down there. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.